Have you ever had this thought, I can never seem to get ahead? Or maybe this one, I have no idea what I'm doing. We've been there, and you probably have too. Unfortunately, confusion and frustration are normal for men today. Comparison, escapism, and all kinds of regrets usually have one of these involved. But the good news is this, no matter which one you're dealing with, the answer is the same. Focus on the fundamentals. Most of the outer issues we face can be improved or even solved by dealing with a few inner markers we call the fundamentals. We believe you can begin to take your life to the next level by becoming strong in the fundamentals of your life. So we wrote a free PDF called The 4D Model, Mastering the Fundamentals of Real Success. This PDF will show you what the four fundamentals are and how these key areas are foundational to the success of every man. You'll learn how to start a journey within that transforms the way you live your life and navigate your circumstances. Now, why did we make this PDF? So you can have a tool to learn how to focus on the four fundamentals, because when you do, long-lasting success can happen in your life. Get your free copy of the 4D Model of Success at thrivingman.com. Today, we have a special guest interview with Scott Ducker. Scott and his wife, Julie, are the co-founders of Live Simply Abundant. After more than 20 years, they both left their successful careers to mentor and equip leaders, entrepreneurs, and professionals to prosper doing what they love and what makes them come alive so that they can design, create, and unleash the abundance of life they were built for. They believe that releasing the richness God envisioned, created, and then deposited in you is the only way to experience ultimate empowerment as well as true fulfillment in life. You can learn more about Scott at livesimplyabundant.com backslash prosperity. Let's get on with the interview. Welcome to the Confident Man Podcast, empowering men with the confidence they need to live their adventure. Now, here is your host, David Maxwell. Hey, Scott, welcome to the Confident Man Podcast. Glad to have you here. Man, thanks for having me, David. It's, uh, yeah. it's an honor to be here with you. So thank you. Well, uh, for those of you listening, I met Scott when I was at a retreat in Utah, and we just bonded while we were hiking hills and climbing up um, areas that we were kind of scared of, but we made it. And uh, but it was it was a fun time connecting with them. So, Scott, I, I just want to introduce you to the listeners a little bit. Tell me a little bit about your story and how you began to focus on mindset. Yeah, from a mindset standpoint, um, I think from a natural standpoint, I think we all go through um, just that journey. The whole journey of life is a process of mindset to begin with anyway, uh, based on what you go through, the circumstances, what you're learning and growing in what you're what you're trying to accomplish what you get in trouble with yeah how you win in life and so there's a i think a natural uh, mechanical side to it but but at some point i think we get to this place of, of and not everybody does it but i think we naturally get to this place to question uh, a proactive side of uh, of mindset and, and really just trying to understand how we add up and what kind of person we are. And, and, uh, you know, are we doing well? Are we achieving 
what we're trying to achieve? Are we accomplishing what we're trying to go toward? Are we taking care of our families? Are we providing for them? All those things that run through all our minds. And so, so I think it, it really was pivotal for me uh, years ago in my 30s uh, mm-hmm. when I was a lot dumber, not that I'm much uh, smarter now than then, but, <laughs> yeah. but a little more wisdom, I guess you would mm-hmm. say. And uh, so in my early 30s, that was kind of a pivotal time where I was, you know, doing like a lot of young people do, partying and and uh, having fun, chasing girls, and and uh, even even getting involved in dumb things like, you know, you run around with your with your what maybe you call it your posse or your gang or your group yeah. of friends, your clique, you know, and you do all that stuff, and you end up getting in fights or mm. whatnot. You even get involved in. I I even got involved in in pornography and different mm-hmm. stuff like that. And ultimately the real deal behind it was that I was just paying for uh, experiences that I thought were abundant. Mm. And the real reality is, is, is as a kid, I grew up in, in all the opportunity out there of all the, I want to call shiny objects or abundant things or opportunities that you can be a part of that gives you excitement, that gives you what you think is some level of joy um really just pulls you into that and so so you you buy into that what you see and and uh what's modeled to you mm-hmm. and uh i i realized at that point that i was going down the same roads ending up at the same places with the same people not that they were bad people but those same people including me were doing the same things and ending up with the same results mm-hmm. going nowhere fast mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. So it caused me to finally question, like, what am I missing out on? Yeah. Who am I not getting to know? What am I not experiencing? Hmm. And what am I leaving on the table by only going that route and with mm-hmm. only those people that are only really doing the same really dumb things that yeah. wasn't prospering and causing abundance in my life? Hmm. So that was pivotal for me to 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 step back and look at that and, and there's a saying that and, and this just kind of came in at the same time frame uh the saying that's lean not so strongly on what you think you know hmm. but enter into rest okay. and i begin to use that i begin to uh walk in that but i but i wonder what am i resting from and i shortly after processing through that thereafter i came to the point of i'm the greatest enemy to myself i'm the one creating the goodness in my life as well as all the bad bad things as well as all the stuff that wasn't helping me go forward in other words i was blocking myself uh from releasing the richness inside me and i was settling for for something less a perceived abundance that I thought that the world showed me, not that the world's bad, but, but you see the world through your eyes and you go toward those things instead yeah. of releasing out of you what you know is in you. And so that became my navigational aid okay. to learn how to lean not so strongly on my own mindset yeah, and use that as a navigational aid to rest from what I thought I know. Because after all, you've heard the terminology before. Most of what you think you know ain't so. Yeah, that's true. So, so I started using that, and that was pivotal to to help me start trans, you know, making that transition into 
recognizing what I was doing and why I was doing what I was doing and, and what what kind of abundance it was or was not bringing in my life. Okay. So was this kind of a, uh, more of an awakening, like a step-by-step awakening, or was there like a pivotal moment or was it just kind of you starting to really think through your purpose and why, why you did what you did? Yeah, I think it was a pivotal, Mm a lot of things happened at the time, a lot of loss, a lot of, okay. Yeah. A lot of things that didn't go my way that I thought they should play out a certain way. Yeah. Uh, a lot of hangups, a lot of uncertainty, a lot of disappointment, those sort of things that we all go through. And it just seemed for me to compound at that point. So I began yeah. to question that and and then uh, decided this is not the way I want to live my life. Yeah, this is, this is not what I want to experience. At least in the onset, I thought that's what it was. And so so you just keep going toward all those things. And a lot of people yeah. keep doing that throughout their entire lives. Mm-hmm. I began to see that there was more to life than what I was experiencing. And so I began to start making little baby steps toward it. And the more I did it, the more it started opening up in a different way. And all of a sudden I had a whole, I still had those friends, but I was surrounding myself with a whole set of different friends, even a couple older, older gentlemen who are still my, my really a couple of my best friends who are both 75 right now. Yeah. So those would be like a couple mentors. But at the same time, they're father figures and friends. For a lot of our guys out there, when you say an abundant mindset, what are you kind of thinking about? What, what's going through your mind as you're saying it? Well, the, the first thing that comes to my mind is, is, is I, my wife and I, but especially me for the last two decades, I've taken a posture that life, life was created out of abundance and for abundance. Hmm. Okay. You rest on that a little bit. Like a person can think that's religious or churchy or spiritual or whatever, but it's really not. It's the mechanical side of life. And if you just go sit on a, you know, a a bench or in a coffee shop or in a mall or wherever, an office and watch people, we're all going toward abundance, Hmm. all going toward the benefit. Even the animals are going toward the benefit. Okay. They're just constrained by by their instinctive mode at that level of what they're trying to acquire, whether it's warmth or whether it's mating, whether it's food, whether it's excitement, wagging their tail for a dog, you know, even the animals are going toward that. And so, so we're all going toward abundance. Okay. It's a fruitfulness that we're, we're following. So, so I, I look at it from that perspective that, there's really inside of that abundance, which looks like one direction. There's really two paths. Mm-hmm. One is the fruitfulness of abundance, which is really spirit. Yeah. And fruitfulness of the carnal. Yeah. Which is, which is really just the fruitfulness you see with your eyes. Okay. Okay. It's an outward projection. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and it's an outward achieving and going after uh, what you see as an opportunity. So we're, we're constantly inundated with, with abundance. We're constantly inundated with opportunity, with yeah. benefit, with fruitfulness in one way or another. And so when I, when you look at that, when you look at the design in the, 
I'm going to call it the animal kingdom mm-hmm. and all the creatures that are created. We just happen to be the top dog. We're one of the animals. We happen to be the top dog. And what makes us the top dog is we're given and retrofitted conscious awareness to learn how to know the difference between right and wrong, between okay. scarcity and abundance, between uh, lack of confidence and confidence, between uh, a smile and a frown. Yeah. So that so we go through that journey of growing up in that. But early on, we're all retrofitted with that same animal nature. Mm-hmm. That animal nature to first survive. Yeah. It's really what it's really what we call the four S's. Is it's it's safety, security, survival, all which is self-preservation. So, so we're retrofitted with that. And when we understand that part of our nature comes from that, like the carnal side of us is the emotions and, and the five senses that helps us to interpret the world we, we live in, that we stand in. You know, so, so it's easy to get caught and stuck in that. And it's also counter, counterintuitive because you you're so used to looking, seeing, and then believing. Well, and it, it goes back to that carnal that I was describing. The, the carnal side creates the scarcity. It looks okay. and sees from that perspective. Yeah. The abundant side of you, the spirit side, the spirit man yeah. in you. Yeah. I'm not talking religion. That the spirit man in you that drives your your whole being is in part released or not released because of the the brain what the brain focuses on so when you focus with your eyes you have a tendency to look at the circumstances just like the animals do okay and okay. respond according to the circumstances and mm. so wrapping that around to your your question that like how does that affect him if he stays entrenched in that mentality which i've i'm guilty of it yeah. all my whole life you know and 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 the wonderful thing is we're created as children to survive mm-hmm. long enough so that we can come out of that animal thinking or nature. And most of us don't think that we, that we don't compare ourselves to an animal, but we have the same modus operandi, the same yeah. safety, security, survival, territorial, domineering, fight or flight, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, returning evil for evil because you deserved it, because you shouldn't have done that to me all those things that preserves and lifts ourselves up in that picking order. And so, so that drives that mentality powerfully in, in, I think it constricts you into a fraction of your potential. Okay. That makes sense. Just like that. Just like the animal is contained. He can lay in your yard, but he has no clue of all the opportunity and, and all the wonderfulness in life that life has offered. He's only thinking about you and his dog bone and barking at the other people or the other dogs. And so we have a tendency to do that same thing. And so our own scarcity mentality comes from that self-preservation mode. It's our modus operandi that we're driven by all through our younger years. Mm -hmm. But it's designed so we survive so that when our conscious awareness develops, we come out of that nature so that we start operating in an abundant mentality. Okay, so it's like a so man, that, yeah, a man finding his purpose. Like he's been living and existing, but but he's going to wake up to, oh, there's a whole lot more to my life than what am I eating, how much money am I making, am I having sex, things like that, which that is what so many men focus on, 
you're saying that that's just to get them so you don't die, but then to focus on, okay, what is the whole purpose and meaning of my life and things like that? That's correct. Really, I by design to help you unleash what was put in you, the richness mm-hmm. that was created, which is really your purpose. Yeah. It's your yeah. ultimate purpose. Find that treasure chest. And that treasure chest is infinite amount of treasure, mm-hmm. infinite amount of potential. Yeah. And, it, and your, your purpose isn't specifically necessarily one exact thing you're going to do. You're going to do many different things. But when you unleash and begin unpacking and unleashing and releasing that treasure chest or that richness put in you that everyone knows is in them. Mm-hmm. They know it's there. They know there's more to life than what they're experiencing. Yeah. We just with our eyes accept all the stuff that we see modeled to us by every other guy or every yeah. other family or every other business or every other church or every other, you know, influencer in life. And so we allow that to plant seeds in our mind and create these limitations mm-hmm. because we're so busy looking outward to try to achieve and obtain and acquire instead of resting from all that we think we figured out yeah, and begin to begin to unpack begin to rest in that and unpack what was put in you, which you know is there. You just don't know how, you just don't know how to put your finger on it. No medical equipment, no scientific equipment can Mm -hmm. find it, but you know, it's there. Yeah. It's like, so so when you do that, when you begin releasing that, the money follows. Okay. Accolades follow the achievements follow the, the, the attitude follows the, you know, and everything drives that yeah so it, it like a, a man is awakened to his ability his purpose and that kind of wakes him up to all the other stuff so instead of living for money living for accolades he's living for something else and those things just come along is that what you're saying like that that's right that's okay. right it's really where work also becomes not work hmm. so most of the time we're working to provide for ourselves. We're working to fulfill our needs. We're working because it works. We're working because we have to. And then we invest in it and we find the ladder to wherever that lands us a a comfort zone that we're, we're okay with. But we really accept that settle for, I want to say. Yeah. And, and I've done it a lot of my life before I came to this place of, of figuring what's important to me out that mm-hmm. this is really the pathway of, of the wonderfulness, the beauty, the grandeur, the loveliness, the, the awesomeness of all of life, but we yeah. can't see it. So we don't go after it. And so, so we're constantly trying to go find purpose and potential and passion and trying to go out and get those things and bring them in when the real reality is, is we need to release what's already in us. It's our, it's our, our genius. It's our gifting. It's our talent. Mm-hmm. And then all the accomplishments and all that will just fall in place. The money will just fall in place. The relationships will fall in place. And actually your health, your health and wealth and relationships as a whole will get better because you'll come alive in the life doing what you love. And you'll, your work will become not work. It'll be somebody will have to pry you out of your work because yeah. you just love doing that thing that was created in you, the, the richness of who you are. And so oftentimes we're trading money, going back to your money question, we're trading money for our time. Yeah. And 
and the, the amount of money we have or or the more we have, whether that's 10,000 or 100,000 or 50 or 500,000, we equate that money to our value. Mm-hmm. It's really a lie because your value is not contained by that money. You just traded your money, your time, sorry. You just trade your time for that money Yeah. that you can't help but looking at it with your eyes and measuring that and identifying that with your brain that that's who I am. That's mm-hmm. my value. Yeah. And then you settle for that and you push aside the richness of this extensive uh, graphic infinite value that is created in you where you're unique, special, needed, important, you have purpose. Yeah. You know, and, and so we sabotage that. Yeah. Do you think a lot of guys today, the reason they're trying to escape through, you know, binge watching, gaming, sports, porn, whatever, do you think a lot of that escape is because they're, they're kind of missing that side of their life if they're just focused on the scarcity things? Yeah, I think, I think everything is, is when you, when we come back to that purpose or that richness, I like to call it the richness that's packed in you. When you come back to that and and early on in your life, you have to do other things to fund getting out of you what's in you so you mm-hmm. can launch, grow and scale that or so that yeah. you can start a business or find a job that will pay you your value. Yeah. So oftentimes, most of the time, we're not taught that. We're not taught in our schools. A lot of times, not mm-hmm. in our families. It wasn't yeah. modeled to me. My family you know, not, they're great, but they weren't modeling abundance. They were modeling more of a a hell perspective. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and they probably were modeled to them the same way. So, so the generational inheritance kept playing out. Yeah. And, and so I was, I was determined to break the chain. Mm -hmm. I don't know why it just, it was just something I thought of a couple of decades ago and, and, but based on the circumstances. And so, but that chain was was escaping, well, like you're saying, escaping from your your true identity. Yeah. Who you actually are, what's actually in there. And the escapism really is is pretty mechanical. It's, mm-hmm. it sounds like a negative word. Like I never purposely did that. Like I never purposely set out to to do bad things or harmful things. But yeah. what that animal nature drove it because I had no other teaching. None of us hardly do. I had modeling that was acting animalistic. And so, Mm -hmm. so I escaped. What was I really escaping? I escaped that richness that was really in me to try to, to try to uh, make myself feel good about who I was about what I was doing and why I was doing it and, and what identity, you know, when you identify, you're gonna, you're gonna identify with something. Mm -hmm. You're going to submit, surrender, yield. You're going to be submissive to something, men and women that we're, you know, we're talking to men. So we're, we're going to be faithful to something as well. And when we do that, we identify with those things. Yeah whatever those are. And, and I call those ornaments that we put on our Christmas tree. Mm. We put on our bare tree. 
to try to cover ourselves and make ourselves feel like we're somebody. When all along, the richness is built in us and it's designed for us. All those things we're escaping to is work and it's resistance. It's it's all constriction. It's designed to get us to navigate back into the thing that we're created this we're created to be yeah we're designed to release that richness and so so we get caught in that escape i escaped for a long time because it's easier path Mm -hmm. it's easier to see and go toward to the gasoline what's the gasoline the gasoline is an exciter you throw gas on the fire it excites it you know yeah and that's what we're doing with drugs and alcohol i don't do that a long time since but but whether it's binge watching Netflix or whether it's shopping and having 200 pairs of shoes or whether it's, you know, an alcohol problem or whether it's, uh, you know, whatever you put all your energy in and allow that to contain you that's outside of what, what that richness in richness that's deposited in you is becomes a problem Mm -hmm. because you're trying to Mm -hmm. use that to fill this spot that only this can fill and, and this is the only thing that one, un, once it's unleashed, is infinitely expansive. Okay. It continues to open up. Yeah. So as, as it's like a journey. The more you go into it, the more you realize there's a whole lot more back there. It's not just you cross one little finish line. You're actually going on a journey and it's opening you up to a world you never knew. If there's some guys out there listening who say, Hey, I may be kind of, I may be kind of in that mindset where I'm, I'm kind of animalistic. I'm thinking about just me, what I want. What, what are some practical things a guy can do starting today to kind of begin to change that mindset to maybe a more abundant, more positive mindset than what he's been in? What do you think are some practical things a man could do today? First one is what we started with is that that lean not so strongly. I mean, that's been a game changer for me. Yeah. Lean not so strong on what I think I know. And the difficulty is, is, is men have a tendency to be logical. Yeah. Common sense, logical. And that's, that's a strength. That's a great strength. But we're emotional beings and we get caught emotionally there. Hmm. That's a good point. 95% of us is an emotional being. It just happens to be the male is... Um, has the logical strength and the female has the nurturing emotional strength. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Those two combine together, create, complete that will. Yeah. That makes our go in a place where it would never go on its own. But going yeah. back to that is leaning not so strongly on that. And it's counterintuitive because your mind is so wired logically that A plus B plus C, two plus two is four, if this, then that. And then duh. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. You can't help but express that but that logic is not always the the answer and so if i can lean not so strongly then i can begin to rest from myself Mm -hmm. and now i'm become open and workable for counsel to come in my life i don't need a counselor but i do need it to to understand what i don't Mm -hmm. don't know don't understand there's that we only know a teeny bit in life and so we think we know everything when we've been around the block for a while. And so number one is lean not so strongly on what you think, you know, but enter into rest and rest from who you are. 
So understand, understanding that you're the top dog in that animal kingdom. Hmm. I think that's an important thing to recognize that we just happen to be the top dog with conscious awareness, genuine choice, and it was created out of out of abundance for us to experience the wonderfulness of life. Okay, I like that. Now, beginning to work with that is the difficult part. Learning mm-hmm. to to embrace that and work with it. The top dog plays out. You can just look out in the world. There's MMA, MMA fighting. There's the best guy in basketball. There's the all the football and golf and you know. And I'm not picking on sports. I like sports, but yeah. But you can see how how mankind is trying to be tough, mm-hmm. be strong, be, you know, and, and I did that for a long time, you know? And so, so being the top dog doesn't mean that, that you're the top dog in the pecking order. It just means top dog means I'm equipped with these abilities that no other animal can do. Yeah. No other animal okay. can come out of itself, but you. Hmm. So as I, as I begin to transition to that, I begin to get into this strength of mine is my character. And my character begins with being able to not lean on so strongly what I think I know, but I begin to open myself up to become workable so that life can teach me the yeah. experience of life. So yeah. if you've ever heard the terminology, when the student's ready, the teacher will show up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true really that will lead you through the common sense and logic of life of how the kingdom or how the world works. So that's number two. Uh, and number three is I think really important to begin to unpack and release the richness that's in you. Okay. Okay. And that begins that by art. That begins by articulating hmm. what's in there. And what will happen, what will happen first is it'll first become attractive to you. Yeah. It's your great idea. You know, it's your, it's, but it's also in alignment with what makes you come alive. What gets Mm -hmm. you excited? What gets you, what causes a skip in your step? Step. Mm. What gets you exhilarated? Now you can't, you can't just live your life by the exhilaration of drinking because that can be exhilarating, you know? So unpacking that and beginning to release that richness where you begin to trade that value, that real true value for whether it's helping somebody, whether it's, whether it's uh, modeling to your, excuse me, to your family, mm-hmm. whether it's trading it for money in your business or in your profession, your job, yeah, whatever it is, it's releasing that so you can let it pull you into that, that awesomeness of life. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Cause I think a lot of men do, they're the best at beating themselves up, you know, Oh, I can't do that. I'm not a guy who ever wins. Everything bad ever happens to me. I messed up when I was 22 and now I'm paying it now. And, and I think we kind of get in that negative mindset. Have you seen that in guys before? Yeah. It's really just a scarce mindset. We, we've been, mm-hmm. You know, when, when you talk about, I can't, it's, it's the kind of the three things I can't, I won't, I don't know how to do it. Hmm. And so, yeah. so we get a narrative in our minds. I can't do that, you know, based on our comfort zone or our belief system or yeah. Yeah. the things we've identified with. I can't, I can't do this, but I can do these things over here. 
Yeah. And really confidence comes back in when you, when you are able to work with something, if you've not done something before and never worked with it, you don't really have any confidence, but when you start working with it and start playing with it and taking it apart and putting it back together, confidence starts building up and pretty soon you realize, Hey, that was no big deal. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. But our comfort zone stops us from doing that. And so that's the same thing with our richness. When we begin to unpack that and begin to put words on it, articulate it, it starts taking physical form. Our confidence comes with it. Our courage Mm. comes with it. Our energy with it. Our aliveness comes with it. Our excitement and joy for it comes with it. Yeah. And it begins to pull us in. So, so yeah, that scarcity mindset says I can't, I won't, I don't. But an abundant mindset says, I can do this. I'll figure it out. I yeah. will. And I'm doing it. And I'm, I'm working it out somewhere. Mm-hmm. Another. I'll figure it out. So. Yeah. And that's true because a lot of the guys I've been around who are men who've had success, have purpose, are getting things done. They, they have that mentality. They're not worried about what they don't know. They figured I can learn. You know, they've gotten that attitude of, well, I can figure it out. If I don't know it now, I can learn. I can get someone to teach me, things like that. Yeah, it's so, really just like resourcefulness, being able to, like you said, figure it out. And yeah. And, and it happens deciding. Mm hmm. That's true. That's true. That's good. I love that. I love those those things. I think that'll help our guys out there today. So, so Scott, if uh, people want to find out more about you and what all you do, where do they go? Yeah, they can follow us or join us at uh, livesimplyabundant.com forward slash prosperity. Well, I appreciate you being on and speaking to our men today and helping them grow. And uh, it's been a great conversation. Well, man, I appreciate it. And I'm, I'm, I've been one of them men and I'm still working out the journey myself. It's a journey. It's lifelong, but, but it can go faster by hanging around a guy like you. So oftentimes we like kind of, muddle around we kind of meander and, and aren't really pointed in the direction and so we when we talk about that richness in life that helps mm-hmm. to point us in the right direction yeah. so that so that it just pulls us but yeah without that without that we go toward everything we see and so a guy like you is great hanging around you and meeting you at movara that was that was awesome because there was a kindred heartedness that that yeah there really was like-mindedness going down the same direction on the same path. And so we're all on that journey doing it together. So yeah, appreciate the time with you. Well, thank you, Scott. We'll talk to you later. Thanks, everybody. You've been listening to the Confident Man Podcast. Click subscribe so you don't miss a future episode. You can connect with David on Facebook and Instagram at David the Maxwell. Find resources to help you as a man at theconfidentman.v. That's the confident man, not me.